Oh, it's what's your dinner time? What's your dinner time? Time for dinner. What's for dinner? That's an awful theme song. Hey guys, it's Flip. Welcome to What's for Dinner, episode 176. Our buddy, our cool, cool buddy, Joey Medina, is here on the show this week. Joey's been on the show before, and uh, this is his first time, though, in the brand new studio slash office. Studio slash office, whatever. And uh, it was great having Joey over. Uh, we talked about um, uh, uh, this project that he's doing. It's he, Joey, and I mentioned this, he is such a fucking go-getter. Like, Joey, he, he invested money in filming equipment. He's a writer, he's a producer, he's a director, he's an amazing comic. He's just, he's a jack-of-all-trades, whereas I jack off on everything. That's the difference. Did that work, honey? No. Yeah, that wasn't too good. It was terrible. That was pretty bad. But not like the show, which is very good. Although the other, uh, and I will let you know about this, there was a little glitch that happened um, at the end of the show, and I do come on at the end of the show to explain this as well, but it was a glitch that happened, and the show kind of ends abruptly, but it was uh, pretty much, we were ending it after the glitch was going to happen. After the glitch happened, we were going to end anyway, so it's not like you missed anything. But um, it does kind of end abruptly right around at the end of Skippy Green's segment, which should be a sign. Skippy Green is a bastard, and even the electronics realize it. But I'm sure you guys will enjoy the show. But hey, if anybody is uh, looking to see some live Kumabi, um tonight, if you happen to be in the Bay Area on the 19th tonight, um, I will be appearing at the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, California, just, just outside of San Francisco. Always an amazing time. I love that place. And then this Friday and Saturday, 22nd, 23rd, I'm going to be at the Comedy Palace in San Diego. And the 26th, next Tuesday, Skippy Green is going to be doing the roast battle at the Comedy Store in uh, Hollywood. It's a midnight show, and uh, Skippy's first time doing this, but I can pretty much guarantee it's going to be uh, one hell of a show. And uh, Allison, you got any shows coming up, babe? Um, wait, what, what day is this? This is Tuesday. This is uh, today. Uh, today. It is, I have... I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, I'll be in El Paso with you. Uh, I'll be in Rancho Cordova with April at the end of February. Yes, um, and also February 2nd, we're going to be at the uh, Comedy Juice in Irvine together. That's right. That's I, right. You're catching me. I don't know what my calendar is right well, now. Well, I'm sorry. But there is... You can go to allisoncomedy.com, flipisfunny.com, Joey Medina, look him up online, and I'm going to stop my rambling and let you guys listen to episode 176 of What's for Dinner with Joey Medina. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Uh, what tonight? Yeah. 7:30 show. Okay. And 9:30. Did you see? Did, did you see any of my uh, um, uh, uh, Grandpa Fred stuff? Yeah, you because you you do like prosthetics and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? Oh, I gotta show you. Hold on. By the way, we're going, so. Are we on? Yeah. Sweet. I yeah. love how you just surprised us. Are we on? We on? We on? We're on, on yeah. All right, we're on. This is how we okay. rock and roll around here. I like it. I like it. Just right into the fuck. That's that, it. That's how you that's fucking how do it. That's how he has sex, too. He doesn't just, even try. No foreplay. Right yeah, this is like a verbal rape. It's like, it it's like you know what? Fuck it. He, we're not even greased up. We're <laughs> not, you know. No. Nope. Nothing. No kisses. Take it, you horse. That's nothing. how we work here. But, you know, it kind of turns me on. I like it. I knew that about you, Joey. I've known very that about hot, you very, for a while. Very sexy. We were reading <laughs> your diary. Check you know. this out. That's Grandpa Fred. And Grandpa Fred, it's a character you do, right? 
Yeah, Holy that's, shit, yeah. I love how you have a neck vagina. Yes, I have a neck vagina. That's fantastic. <laughs> look at you this. Take, take <gasps> you don't even, I mean, it doesn't even look like you. It's no, like, do- it doesn't look like you're wearing prosthetics. That's a $1,500 mask, actually. It's a mask. Wow. But- and the hands, I also have, there was a $600 hands. Yeah. So are you doing spots as? I've only did it. I only did it three times. as shits and giggles. I bought it because I'm a moron and I and I buy stupid things instead of spending money on lottery tickets. I could have win more money. But anyway, um, but yeah. So so I I I bought it just to screw around. I was doing a, a little tour thing in Laughlin in Vegas with a couple of other guys, and I was just gonna just do like like I was just gonna fuck around in in Vegas, right? You know, with the just act like an old man, have some hot chick with me or something. And they were like, hey, why don't you just go? I, I did the Dirty at 1230 mm-hmm. at uh, South Point, And they did. They said, hey, why don't you just go do your set as Grandpa Fred? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll yeah. do it. So I went up there. Hey, check this out. The true story. So they, they brought me up as um, uh, a, a Vietnam. I mean, I'm sorry. A World War II vet. <laughs> 90 years old. My, my, my bucket list was to do stand-up comedy. I'm a big fan of the show. So the two, two guys actually brought me on stage. Like and helped they, you on stage, yeah, and they gave me a standing ovation on the way up to stage, <laughs> and they gave me one off, and it was fucking hilarious. Did you keep your own voice, or did you do a? No, I did this. I talked about. It. I said, I wanna, I wanna dedicate this performance to my late wife who passed away five years ago. Fuck that cunt. <laughs> she cheated on me with a colored fella. He was power driving Miss Daisy. That colored on, fella. I accidentally kept on banging her two weeks after she died. I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> but the good thing was the rigor mortis made her pussy tighter. <laughs> that, was, that was, and they were looking at me like, "What the fuck?" Because I look like a real old man. It yes. doesn't look fake. No, wait. Did you have those lines written, or were you riffing this as a character? I, I wrote it on my way there. <laughs> and how long did you do? Uh, I did. I the first time I just did I think it was six minutes. That's it. I just fucked around. I didn't do much. So but now I have more material for Grandpa Fred. Oh, that's a, instead of it, using my own. You know, isn't it fun writing for a separate like yeah, character? Yeah, because like, you could say you know how it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could say shit that you normally can't say. Yeah, you know. Oh, that, and they're forgiving I, of you, yes, especially extreme. as an old man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like I, it, Allie knows. Like there are times that I'll come up with a joke and it's funny, but it's so dark and I'm like I can't get away with this. Right, right. But oh, skip again. Right, right, right. You know. So it's it's fun. It's fun like having two um like two separate acts that uh-huh. you get to write for. Yeah, and it's but it's it's scary. like for me it was scary because in my mind I'm going I don't want people to know it's me like could cuz I could cuz I I talked to some people afterwards and I go no that was me and I tell them afterwards but but I'm like did you could you tell the ones that were sitting in the front to go I knew something was up but it just I could they could not figure it out. And they would look at you know, they would look at my neck and they could see that my neck is still Grandpa Fred. Mm-hmm. My hands were Grandpa Fred, you know, and because the hands are prosthetic, just, just it's the same makeup or the same same material texture as texture. Stuff, yeah. is, it's, I think it's uh, latex. Latex, and, yeah. Um, so, and you just can't tell, you know, you can't tell. So, it it's, unless you look really close. Now, did you say you bought that as its own piece or did yeah. somebody make it for you? No, no, so I bought it. As, but I, th- there are companies that um, make these kind of masks. They're, they're, they're all like $1,500, you know, roughly. Some some look better than others. There's about maybe three or four companies that do this, mm-hmm. but they're really, really good. They make monster ones too, but they make some real ones and the old band and, ones. And did you like have to put it on with like spirit glue or anything? Or no, no. It... It's uh, Because it's smaller than me, when you put it on, it really kind of just clings to your face. Really? The only thing I may have to do now for the future is my upper lip gets sweaty. Mm-hmm. And it, it wraps around the, the mouth, but not perfect. So sometimes my lip is sweaty 
it'll it'll skip the lip. It won't stick. So that's why I tried to hold the mic right in front of my face. So if that happens, I don't. Nobody can see. Yeah, it. nobody yeah. can see. Yeah, that's that's good. Like but, I, because I'm sorry. No, but, it, but you, you know, you if I move my face, it it moves along with my face. So that's like impressive. Possible stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because like um, a couple of times. Uh, Skippy, uh, mm-hmm. I did Skippy with uh, prosthetics. Oh, but nice. um, do you know Brian Dooley? Do you ever know Brian Dooley? No. He was like a local guy. Never really uh, uh, did a lot with mm-hmm. the comedy. But um, he was he's a special effects makeup artist. Oh, nice. Like he's like really pro. And so uh, he we went out, got the supplies, and he did the whole like face mask on me and right, made like right. four separate pieces. And it took like three hours to put this on. Wasn't wow. the hands, but just the face. Right, right. And uh, like two, like an hour to take off. It was a pain in the ass. So it's like, why well, never continue with the prosthetics or Skippy? Yeah, but like, if I'd known about that, that might have been. They uh, have them, man. And you know, like the good thing about this is because it is a mask. It's it takes maybe five minutes to put on and and adjust so it's it's right on your face and it moves along with your face. And uh, you know, so I'm just learning little little tricks with it. But but I'm still like. Oh, I want to be, you know, I'm afraid. Like, I just, do they know it's me? Like, I'm still, that's weird because it's brand new. And You know, I'll tell you something. What's crazy is this guy will literally, Skippy will open for Flip, and all he will change about himself is put a hat on and put glasses on. Facial hair is the same. He's just, his demeanor is different. He comes on stage with a different demeanor, and people will literally have 20 minutes in between they see the two Uh characters. Mm -hmm. They won't have any idea. That's hilarious. They won't have any idea. So that's the thing. You have a mask on. Yeah, oh, trust me. People do not know it's you. I opened for me in, uh, I opened for me in the improv in uh, Irvine. I did the, the, t- the Smash Brothers Dirty Show. Okay. okay. So they had an MC. I went on as Grandpa Fred, and then I got went to green room. Mm-hmm. Somebody else went on, and I got ready, and then I went on as me. Yeah. I've and I'm d- sure people uh, had not one clue. <laughs> no. I think so, yeah. I've had, uh, like, I mean, Allie was with me this one time. We were working at um, in Scottsdale, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, the, the it was like a it was uh, like a weekend room at a restaurant that was connected to a hotel. So mm-hmm. we're walking from the restaurant back to our room and I literally had the whole Skippy outfit on a hanger over my shoulder and we right, meet right. some people at the show. We start talking and uh, the, the subject of, oh, you know who you look like and people tell me Don't I look like, her, yeah. yeah. So as a joke, I go, you know, people tell me all the time I look like Skippy Green. And this girl goes, no, you don't. You don't look anything like that guy. And I look at her, I go, are you sure? She goes, oh, my God. Comics will come up to him and be like, you know, I don't know if he's a friend of yours or anything, but he he wasn't my style. And he's like, really? I'm a friend of yours? (laughs) Yeah. It's hilarious. I love it, though. And I never, I mean, unless it's a comic or, you know. A one-off, but I never let people know that it's one and the same. I I love that uh, that just mystery about it and keeping yes, him. People are stupid, but you did you know that? <laughs> did you know Skippy Green was in my uh, in in my Latin in Latin Palooza? You know that? Oh, I I heard. Oh, okay. I, I it's on his demo <laughs> reel. Is he your manager? Yeah, he was my manager. He was your manager for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he, long time. It's the only gig he got me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, dude. That was what so much fun. What about those Taiwanese hookers? Don't yeah. forget about that. He got you that gig for sure. No. Dude, that was and and um, for those who don't know, Joey, he produced and uh, starred in um, a comedy special called Latin Palooza, yeah. which it was all it was uh, you, Darren Carter, um, uh, not Mike Robles. Uh, uh, yeah, Mike Robles. Was it Mike Robles? And, uh, Alex, um, Alex Ramundo. Mm-hmm. And Willie Barsena. And Willie Barsena, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it, and then Darren Carter and Skippy Green. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skippy yeah, wasn't on the show. Skippy yeah. was in like a and and, and yeah, like limo. a little a little guy yeah, driving, a the driving the limo. A midget driving the limo. A midget driving the limo. Oh my god! It was so it. funny. But um, like what what I've always loved about you, and this goes back to when I first met you in Miami, mm-hmm. is you have uh so much tenacity. 
things. Like you're you're you are your own entrepreneur. You know, like th- if there's shit that wants to be done, you don't wait for it. You fucking just you like yeah. fuck it. I'll make my own movie. You know, and that's the way you have to take it. You know, and it but it, you know it's hard work and, and it's just more disappointing though when shit doesn't happen that for you you're like oh fuck I worked so hard and you know it's just it's so but a lot of it is focus a lot of it is I, I don't want to you know there's no excuse there's still more shit that I need to do and and stuff that I'm doing I'm trying to do and you know hopefully I just you know did I just did another comedy special like the the dirty show we actually taped in the big room in the grand review room at, at the grand view room in uh at the South Point, we did a, a special seven cameras and everything. And, really? Yeah, and so we're, we're editing that now. I just finished o- editing the opening and the closing. So, oh, congratulations! And, and yeah, man. so no, we'll see if we sell that to somebody. But but I directed it. But I'm also performing. I performed in it, but I also directed it too. So I had to run back and forth right after, <laughs> right before my show, and then right before my set. So it was weird because I'm concentrating on the shots and everything, even while I was on stage. I'm like, okay, is the camera doing this? Is like, where's the guy? Like, he's See, like, yeah. So it was kind of weird. God, I can't like I'm, in my head when I'm on stage, especially if I'm taping something. All I'm like, all I'm thinking is, you know, uh, don't go, don't rush. Uh, next bit is this. Wait for the right. light. You know, I can't imagine also going. Okay, you got to make sure camera B is there and the roving <laughs> right. is out there and they. Well, there's a camera. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, you you watched Latin Palooza when you were there, right? You stayed there. And you yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember I had uh, the co- uh, camera walking around the comics at one point of their set, like a 360 walking around in a circle. Yes, yeah, yes, so yes, yes. I did that for this one too, and while I was on stage. Like it was like I'm running out of time. I'm like I told the guy I want it in the middle and it's going towards the end of the set, and so you could see my hand. I'm going like this, like hurry up, like because I knew he was there. I could see him, but he's just staring at me. I'm like, fuck, on, you hurry the fuck up. So you could see my hand do that, and it's like I know what what I was doing. With nobody else. They just think maybe I was part of the bit or something. Like I don't know. But, so yeah, so you have a lot. That'll of be something good for the uh, the uh, behind the scenes behind the scenes voiceover stuff. Yeah, there's no budget for that. So you, you're listening to the behind the scenes right now. <laughs> Can't you just like superimpose like your hand over that? So you just like no, I, just a flat hand. Yeah, no, we actually we could cut away and actually not show that. But but you you, you don't. I know what it is, what I was doing, but mm-hmm. otherwise it just looks like I'm doing this. Like I'm just talking like, with my hands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So no, it's 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 uh the people. It's funny when I when people seem to watch a live comedy show, they're just they don't realize all of the other ancillary things that are going on oh, either in your stuff. head or behind the scenes so I don't think audiences pick up on this no. you know and it's you know, but, but, you know the hand movement yeah I mean making a hand movement I yes. forgot I'm not on video <laughs> and then uh, yeah me too and uh, uh, and then, but, but the thing I really have and I, I have to shoot this in March I have no choice um, I wrote my, my own uh, single camera sitcom oh wow yeah so I'm gonna shoot well the pilot for it so I'm gonna shoot shoot the pilot and see if it goes anywhere but I know it's gonna look great. Like I, I know, like well, you, you see my stuff, it yeah. looks really, really good. Like I know what it's gonna look like. Yeah, you. Congratulate all kinds of good things. Yeah, but it's, it's, got your it's hands all, in all the pots. That yeah, but I'm not pulling anything out yet. Sooner, sooner or later, hopefully I'll pull enough, something. Enough out. hands yeah. in the you pots, were. you'll pull something out. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm really excited. It's actually really funny. I'm gonna go in and tweak it a little more. Um, Russell Peters is is has a has a part has a part in it. So does uh, George Gray from The Price is Right, my buddy George Gray. Oh, he's, wow. he's the announcer of The Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be – it's actually – you know, I love I love Louie. I love Marin. And uh, even though uh, I don't like his stand-up, Aziz Azari's show is really, really good. Oh, I haven't oh, seen it. Man, yeah. What was it? No, uh, it's it's no. called uh, Man of – Man or something? No one? Something? No, yeah, Master some, of no one. Master of no one. Master of none. Master of none, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm – not, I don't really dig his stand-up, but uh, his, his the show is amazing. It's a great – it's actually probably the best produced show, I think. Really? Yeah, it's very clean. It's very, 
it's very cinematic. It looks really good. Oh, nice. Like Marin's is more handheld, a little more gritty, but I like that look. Yeah, that's what Louis is too. Yeah, but Louis is even more. And Louis, the thing is, like Marin's, Marin's is you kind of know what to expect every episode of Marin. The, as far as the humor, as far as the timing, the feel of the the show. Louis, though, you never know. It, it yeah. could be the funniest episode. It could be the saddest episode, which, which I kind of don't like but i also kind of do like you know because i'm like he could do whatever the fuck he wants in a show and it makes sense right so i like that part so you know so i watch all these shows and it's you know i'm like okay i like a little bit of this like like a little bit of that so it's kind of probably the way i'm i'm going my show is probably going to be more like marin's and more like uh more like uh aziz asari's uh what you call it sitcom but we'll see you know and it's i'm just i'm just shooting one that's probably all i could afford to shoot and then Somebody picks it up, they pick it up, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but um, no but one... the concept's different too, which is not. Are you playing a woman? Yes, I'm playing a woman. Is it is, is it the, Fred? Is it the transgender uh, single camera you're talking yes, about? Yes, that's it. I'm playing. It's, there's a dick cam in it, and uh, no, I'm 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 playing me, but it's it, the the sto- the show is called Man of a Funny Age, and it's basically about a middle aged comic who's you know um, who's career was better a few years ago and now things are tough and str- but you're still working and you still got a lot of respect and you still but you and you still have to pretend you know things are really good mm-hmm. and because it's it's like that you know like the opening scene i'm on, i'm on my way to pick up my mother uh in the and you know i'm on traffic i'm picking up my mother at the airport and i get call, I called for i get called by another comic and he's like hey man uh, I don't know if you're available next next month on the 18th, but I can't do this club in Jacksonville, and it only pays 1500, and you know it's airfare and hotel. But I know you normally get paid more, but I don't know if you can do it. I'm like, well, I don't know. Let me let me take my phone off my ear. Let me see if I if, if I'm open. And I take it off, but I'm still driving. I'm looking straight ahead. I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah, man, I'm open. Uh, yeah, I go well, look for you. I'll do it. He goes, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. I really. Man, no problem. So I hang up. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I need that money. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's the game we play. Oh, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Was, was there like an incident that happened where you went, fuck, you know, I got to turn this into a show? Or was it just this has been stewing up in your mind for a I, while? I think it's been, I think the stories, I like, you know, because I tell stories like this with people on podcasts or whatever. And I'm like, this is actually a good show. And then when I watch other stand ups, you know, like Louie and, and do their shows, I'm like, the. the a lot of their obviously a lot of the show you know scenes that seem things that happen in their life so i'm like well fuck this would be fun and then i thought to myself i can shoot this duh what am i waiting for yeah i can shoot this right now literally with with the equipment i have so i'm like so i'm like fuck it i started writing and i hate writing i do only because it's tedious i'm a good yeah. writer but i hate the tediousness of I, writing 100 percent. and i literally wrote this in two days just yeah, and it was just fuck, because yeah. it was like, oh, because I figured, I go, I, this is a story. I, well, I knew the pilot had to show what the whole concept of the show is about. And the whole concept of the show is the struggle that I'm going through. I'm living in a guest house now with my friend and da 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 da. So what I did was um, uh, I had this uh, mother character comes in. She comes in. She's got to, she's got to stay at a hotel because I'm staying in someone's guest house. And right away, she, you know, when when we're driving, she, I get called. Russell Peters calls me. and says, "Hey, you want to come over for, for lunch at the house?" I'm like, yeah, I got my mom. He's like, "Well, I'll bring her." So I go there, and the house is packed with a bunch of people. And you know, my mom looks at the house. She goes, "What's this? A hotel?" I'm like, "No, mom, it's, it's a house." 
my friend lives here. She's like, what does he do? Is he into drugs? I'm like, no, he's not into drugs. He's a comedian. She goes, yeah, but you're a comedian. I'm like, it's different, Mom. I was like, so they, you know, so so we go in the house and he's she's all impressed. She's like, oh my god. And she meets Russell and Russell's charming like he always is. And my mom's like, oh my god, your your mom should be so proud of you. And right away, I start thinking like oh shit this is horrible i shouldn't have brought her here you know and so so i i go get get her something to eat at the barbecue and i come back she's got a rolex watch and Ro <laughs> he just gave her a rolex watch because he does that that's his thing he gives watches to his friends and so so i'm like dude what you do he goes yeah she told me it was her birthday because she's there for the birthday and i'm like Roll I mean, you don't have to do that and she's and she's just paying attention to it and and during the show this is one of the things i'm going to tweak on our way there i give her something that's sentimental it's probably something from boxing you know because she supported me when i was a boxer when i was a little kid and when we go back in the car, she's paying attention to this. You know, she's she's paying her attention to her watch and not paying attention to me. I'm talking to her. Hey, where's the thing? Whatever it is. And she's like, Oh, I left it at Russell's. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I'm just crushed. So, so the whole time, and I find out at the end, she actually left it there because he decided he was going to frame it or do something for her. Aww. So I, I'm thinking she's disappointed in me. She's she's I'm letting letting her down. And so now it's all sinking in. All you know, my whole life is sinking in. And then later on, I find out it's not the case. She's She's always been supportive. She's very proud of me. And da, da, da. She makes me feel better again. And then ding, at the end, I, yeah, the and more then, you and know. Then, there you go. And then I, at the end of the set, I do a, um, I, I mean, at the end of the pro, at the end of the film, at the end of the show, I do a stand up. I, I was really debating because a lot of people do stand up, a lot of people don't. I'm like, fuck it, that's what I do. So no, yeah. I'm not hiding it. It's working. Like yeah. If, if and it's a, so another show. But it's but it's but there's actually really good stuff in there too. Really funny stuff and very uh, very um. Uh, Deep stuff. I could see that on TV though, like yeah. just from you explaining that. Like that's that's I could see that as an yeah, especially that a single camera. Man. Wanna... Yeah, it's definitely gonna be single camera style. And it's gonna be, yeah. and I could literally own all the equipment to shoot it, and I can I can shoot and, this tomorrow if I wanted to. And you work a lot with Russell now, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I work with Russell. How did that? How'd you hook up with that? Uh, I met Russell at the Laugh Factory when I was hosting, and he was he just first came to LA and oh, so this was a while ago. Yeah, well, yeah, a while ago, and uh, so I've known him. Since, I mean, because of Russell, I'm. I'm huge in Asia now, you know, because I went to open. Well, Russell. everybody's short, so that's true. That that's a, that's what I. The limo midget driver. The limo midget. The limo midget driver's huge in Asia. There, yeah. No, he, so so I went with him uh, to Malaysia and to, and, uh, to Thailand and uh, Singapore, some places like that. And now I go back on my own, you know. So that's cool. Yeah. And Russell's a great guy. Russell, Russell. First of all, touring with Russell is like touring with a rock band. Like it's professional. It's it's everything's per diem. There's like it first class travel it's it's really good and he's so generous and so nice well it's you good know, it's good to hear so many other people that we know in this business who are i'm not going to mention names but are pretty big and pretty popular are just fucking douchebags pricks yeah and everybody go you know and like and i talked to russell about certain people in this business like that he goes yeah those he goes he goes they're fake humble that's the fake humble. They're like, oh, I'm so humble. I love my fans. But all they do is talk about what they have. All they do, they do jokes about, you know, how much money they have. And it's not even jokes. They're just fucking bragging. bragging. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Easy come, easy go, man. Oh, absolutely. You know? No, but, I, um, I, I think the, uh, I think it shows after a little while the, like you said, the real humble and the people that are grateful for it, grateful for the fans mm -hmm. and those who are just kind of going through the motions just to seem that way. Yeah, after after a little while, they, they get exposed. You know it. I mean, just just know. Especially, you can tell just by their entire character. Yeah, especially when you know the person before they became popular. Mm. You're like, what a douche now. <laughs> what a fucking douche. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the yeah. thing is, because I, I had popularity before I even got to comedy with boxing. So I, I, I've learned 
back then to handle attention in a in a in a humble way you know what i mean by the way and i, I don't mean to totally uh uh segue here but um have you been boxing with darren carter yeah 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 because darren i know he started to take boxing like yeah man joey medina showing me some some moves and everything <laughs> i just i just laugh picturing like darren <laughs> darren and you because i mean darren you know he's he's pretty uh he's got a nice physique on him but right. i just he's kind of just you know he's kind of a little gangly so i figured that must be uh there it is funny darren is so neurotic too he would be the kind of guy if he was actually in an actual boxing match and uh referee would give the instructions and he goes any questions he would actually have fucking questions <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah uh, hello uh yeah uh do we hit like above the neck or below the neck like he would have a fucking questions that's how neurotic darren uh, is i love him to death but he's saying, neurotic as hell totally but i think that's what that's what makes good comics yeah. sometimes it's just really extreme neuroses well, well him and johnny sanchez then are the best comics in the world because they're the most he's johnny's even more fucking neurotic it's crazy as fuck, and I love him to death, but he is so neurotic. We saw Johnny last year at the AGT audition. Johnny, Johnny I remember we were in the waiting room, and the, uh, the Hispanic guy came in. And rem- uh, look at what I have in my hand. Uh, Do I remember things? Allison's <laughs> medicating as I we're doing our show. As as I, she's taking I, care of her, her glaucoma. I can see so much better now. See? <laughs> no, I love. I, I was just saying uh, it, because Johnny moved back east, so yeah. I, but now I, I think he's back here. Is I he think, back here? Yeah, I think so. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I, I know, love Johnny. I, I'm not positive of the whole story, but I think he's back here now. We should get Johnny and Darren together and oh my god, do the ner- neurotics oh, would, of comedy. I could go on the road on, on the road with each one of them, but not together. I would go fucking crazy. I'd be like, look, you guys do your thing. I'll be over here, man. <laughs> because jo- Johnny's ask up. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example today. Darren Carter hits me up. He goes, he, and he was just joking. I didn't know, but he goes, hey, man, uh, do you want to box me on TV on January 12th or not uh, February 12th or something? I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it. And he goes, and he's laughing. He goes, hey, I, he goes, I was just kidding. He goes, but I sent the same thing to Johnny. And Johnny was asking the questions. Hey, like, what do you mean? Like, where at? What's this one? <laughs> like, he said, that's Johnny, man. He's just so, he's so neurotic. I love him. I'm somewhere in between, I think. Oh, Would you say that, yeah, honey? I, I, I say no comment. I see. I don't see you. I haven't seen that side of you being neurotic at all. He's not neurotic about that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's got his own That's why I'm saying I'm kind of half there. I'm I'm like I, I definitely have my neuroses, but about other things. Yeah, I'm about fifty percent. I'm, I'm like half of Darren think, Carter. Why do you oh, okay. think there's a Skippy character? <laughs> he needed to need to splice part of his part of his schizophrenia into some. Well, I guess I guess I am too. Then, like I I, ha- I hate being late. Even if I have no oh. time limit, I'm still. If I want to go now, for some reason I start freaking out. I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm, I'm the like, same way. And I'm like, um, I gotta fucking go. He'll freak out. He, we actually had a situation happen recently where I'm the kind of person who oh, is yeah. very lackadaisical, and uh-huh. I will always say something good will come out of any trouble. Well, he likes to be really early. We got to the airport. Long story short, we got to the Burbank airport with 40 minutes to spare for a plane. Right. I mean, that's how co- close we cut it. We live five minutes from right, it. Right, that's right. how close we cut it. And they literally said, you might not be able to get on the plane. Oh After much God, rigor mode, yeah. we get on the plane. We're sitting on the plane, but for some reason, there's weight restrictions, and they're actually escorting people off the plane, letting the bag stay, right. but saying that we have to get people off the plane. So we were like one of the last five to you know, board. board. Right. So they, um, they kicked us off, and they oh. gave us a taxi to go to LAX 
for a, a flight two hours later in the middle of rush hour. Right. Middle like, of rush we're, hour. We're never going to make it. Oh, yeah, it. you're never going to make it. We're never going to make it. So he's freaking out. This is like the eve of his birthday. He's uh, like freaking out. And I'm like, babe, for this kind of inconvenience, they're going to make it good for us. I promise you. Let's just not worry about it. We're going to get there. And he's like, uh, he's like freaking out yep, of the taxi. Yeah, I know what we, you mean. We get there. We get on the plane. <laughs> it's understandable, though. Yeah. Of course. But we get. Th- but here's the cool thing. We're going the night before the gig to make sure that we don't like run any risk of right. anything yeah. and to have this birthday there and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we finally, we get to the airport. We're fine. We get there. We get on the plane. We're flying away. Turns out the airline gives us $600 credit for the problem. Nice. So we ended up getting two free airline tickets in the future with them, right. $300 a piece. And mm-hmm. I was like, babe, sometimes life throws you a and we made the flight. And nonsense. We, and ma- we just made the flight I go, and everything. Happy birthday to you. Yes. So, life but, wanted to give you a but struggle. All two hours to go from Burbank to LAX in that heart of rush hour. Oh yeah, no, yeah like I w- would. Wouldn't you have been a little like? Oh yeah, Tah. no, I would. I would have lost my shit. I would have fucking. I would have. Oh, I would have blamed you the whole fucking time. So your fucking fault because yeah. fucking two days ago you fucking you you were doing your hair like that was it. somehow. I, and then that I, was fuck, it. I get and then I and then the worst part about things like that with us. Is when we make it, we're like, oh fuck, fuck. Right. all right, I feel like all a douchebag. Right. Sorry, right. Honey. I feel like I'm sorry, babe. So I have to forgive. I me. should just get a tattoo on my forehead that says "I'm sorry, honey," because I say that so much to her. I, if I had a nickel for every time he'd say "I'm sorry," we I would have gotten an extra free ticket for. Oh me. my god, that's that's I, I I would say that's probably my, the most neurotic thing I have. I I fucking go ape shit when I'm I'm running late. Like yeah, or, or I'm imagining I'm fucking late. That's I mm. just have to imagine I'm late and I'm freaking out already. Yeah, yeah. and and you know, it's a totally it's a good quality because nobody wants a person to, to be late for them. It's courteous to the other person. Right. Um, but but yeah, my my whole thing is like, eh, we'll get there when we get yeah, that, there. Oh, that, <laughs> that, that drives him fucking up the wall. <laughs> that drives him crazy. It fucking drives him mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! We're not gonna. Yeah, wait, I wish I was never married to you. Like we start thinking this crazy <laughs> oh, shit. Oh god! It, it comes, yeah. it like, gets crazy. Oh, I'm gonna divorce this bitch. She's <laughs> so not caring about time. Yeah, if I was fucking single, I would be over there. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> be, right? I've said that. Oh, my ex-girlfriend, God bless her soul, but she's not dead. But she, but she's. I put her through so much shit, man. So much shit, like the just same thing. Cur- I'm it, cursing and oh, yeah. mad and blaming though. her fucking for everything. With me being a comic, though, I'm sort of like meh. Like we both just like, like I'm just like meh to him, and he freaks out, and I still go meh, and then we both end up just being like we're both crazy in our own oh, well, way. That's good. It, yeah. it meets in the middle, you know. That's good. I'm just it's enough nonsensical for him, and he's just enough neurotic for me. Well, yeah. speaking of nonsense and neurotic. Uh-huh. That was a terrible. Segue. That was an awful one, but oh, it is no. a segue. Speaking uh, of venereal disease and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, of it's fucking time. Other broads. It's time for the Skippy Green Show. It's the Skippy Green Show. Joey Medina. Skippy, oh, good to dinner. see you, my Joey Medina. Turn that shit off. Turn it off. <laughs> Fucking Flip. technician. Flip that stupid that cocksucker. Prick cocksucker, <laughs> neurotic fuck. You're late. <laughs> How you doing, Joey? I'm doing good, Skippy. You I'm look good. good. Thank you. Thank you. You look man. good. I haven't seen you since 2006. Was that when I was banging your mother? <laughs> was that was that the time that you walked in on that? Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, Skippy, you gonna be my stepdad? No, please, you don't want me as your stepdad. I would uh. I, I wouldn't even beat you. <laughs> only uh, only make you watch when I'm fucking your mother. That's pretty much all I do. I, I had to switch to a different pen to deal with you, Skippy. More drugs. Really glad you stopped the show for that comment. <laughs> there was... <laughs> 
don't go near this broad. I'm telling you, she's got so many venereal diseases. Her blood type is AIDS positive. <laughs> huh? Huh? Like He's it, trying like his it. new bits today. Like you like it? I love it. Good. Here's another one. <laughs> Here we go. Joey, Joey Medina, look at you. You're brown. You're furry. You smell like shit. You're like Kim Kardashian's taint. All right, Joey. Here's... <laughs> It's, it's so sweet. I'm a, oh, I'm, this comes from the heart. I'm a romantic. I'm doing this, you know, because it's, uh, it's Arbor Day. All right. It's not Arbor Day. Here's how this works, Joey. Tell me. Talk to but me. But you're going to plant your seed. Arbor Day? Okay, sorry. I'm going to stop. This is why you feature. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-huh. And you have to answer the question in 10 words exactly. Okay. Not 11. Not 9. Okay. 10. And uh, Fingers McGee will keep track for oh, you. Geez. Oh, God. All right, here we All go. right, here we go. If you uh-huh. could Good fuck. fuck. <laughs> okay. It's a theme. Using any kind of sexual aid, uh-huh. what would you use and why? Hmm. If I could fuck using any sexual aid, yeah, and why? What oh. sexual aid would you use? And poor K. Poor K. All right. See, I would use. Another girl to help me. Eat pussy. Beautiful. That is a great... That's a great sexual aid. You You know what? I smell Shark Tank. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't just mean her. I don't just mean Allison. (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, Very sorry about that. There was a technical glitch that happened with the uh, recording equipment, and um, we couldn't get it back on while Joey was still here. So I do apologize that it kind of ended abruptly. But um, at least we got the good part in. We got that good line in, and uh, everybody was happy. Right, honey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Allison says oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, awkward ending, but still a fun show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Sort of like our sex life. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Ray. All right, I'll see you guys later. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.